You're listening to Butterfly Moon, the diary of a special needs mom, her spiritual path to positivity, and the woman who still sips cold coffee with her pinky up. Hello, my name is Vanessa, and welcome to my diary, my personal pages. I'm just so proud to say my baby girl turned five. And this is a huge milestone for both of us, especially when I wasn't sure where I would be in life last year. Testing for two major health issues kind of brings out the goals in me. And believing this pandemic would slow down, I wanted to plan this big birthday party. But I had to play it safe, so Luna had a Barbie birthday drive through parade. Family and friends honking their horns and wishing Luna a fifth. Happy birthday was totally worth it. And I don't want to look at balloons anymore. I made this huge balloon arch, balloon pillars, balloons that I just threw all over the room so Luna would wake up on her official birthday to a balloon celebration. And even with this little machine I got, my fingers were so raw from pulling and tugging and twisting And I even made this Barbie pink car with the picture I got enlarged of Luna's head driving it. I mean, I'm pretty proud of my creative skills. I just wanted to see her smile. And she's always smiling with her little dimples and all. Just no worries. And eventually, as she gets older, there comes responsibility. And it's always on my mind about the financial future of my daughter and who will raise and support her. And I I know every parent has those thoughts. I try to talk to her about anything and everything, you know, keep our bond going. And maybe I like to hear myself talk. (laughs) But I do ask about her day and, you know, her friends and what happened in school. What's her favorite color? Did you see the fire truck? You know, singing the wheels on the bus. You know, and she walks by and I make these funny faces at her. And sometimes she'll do it back to me. I mean, even when we're at the doctor's too, I'll do it over their shoulder. And she just looks at me like funny. (laughs) She drags me to dance and I have to spin her during my Beauty and the Beast songs. And somehow I'm... Like this fashion designer of Barbie clothes all day on, off, this outfit, that outfit, the same outfit, different Barbies. And let me tell you, don't get me started on the shoes. You know, parents complain about stepping on Legos. Yeah, well, try Barbie shoes. These little itty bitty heels. You're like busting out a break dancing move when you step on one. And then I'm holding my foot in pain because one with one shoe uh, equals two. And I got moves you wouldn't believe. And then I got this little girl who just lined or color coordinated the runway. And I mean, she's, it's just funny. (laughs) Honestly, every day I get to see her communication skills. I just. I just have to have patience and I listen with my eyes more than my ears and I recognize her pointing or her words. 
sometimes a sentence. And, you know, she really amazes me with her drive to learn, her bright little personality. And I always say I have the loudest nonverbal child. (laughs) She has a pitch and a tone and she really, she's really starting to pretend play. And I mean, I, it's amazing because I hear little tones of, of different voices when she's playing and, you know, she sings loud and I might not understand all her words, but she's dancing around and it's so infectious. And even if she won't respond back, usually I do believe she's able to store a small portion of what I'm trying to tell her. And, you know, maybe tomorrow she will grasp just a little bit more and every day a little bit more. It's a bit of a learning curve, but it's the best outcome. See, she just stores information and reacts differently than others. And in the end, we all have some unique way of processing things. You know, here's an example of what one of Luna's therapists told me. Luna has sensory issues when it comes to food, right? So when we're eating and we put food in our mouth, we automatically chew and swallow. It's already programmed in our brain. It's like second nature. You know, you need to break down the food. You keep chewing. And no matter how much is in our mouths, because we don't want to choke, we will break it down until we can swallow it. Luna will continue stuffing her mouth. And then she chokes. And even with me cutting up little bits of pieces, why? Well, in order for her brain to send the signal to chew, she relies on the huge mouthful. It's part of her senses, the expansion of her cheeks, the pockets of food. It takes a second to signal the brain and automatically chew. But then she now she's having a hard time breaking down all that food. Swallowing too much equals choking. And with therapy and work and lots of motivational talks, she's been slowly learning. It's the same thing. Like, see, everyone stores information in their own way. We're all just doing it at our own pace, just like eating. We're still eating our food, just like we're eating at our own pace. It's one and the same. And I just want to believe I'm raising her to the best of her abilities and not using her disability as an excuse. Remind her of the thank yous, please, sorry. And I'll praise her for accomplishments, just like I'll explain if she did something wrong. You know, autism doesn't define my baby. And in my heart, Luna will be fine and she will be loved and supported, independent or with someone special. Together, they can build their world by their standards, push each other to the best of their capabilities and strong future. Honestly, I wish life lessons were taught in high school. You know, simple things, opening a bank account, credit worthiness, buying a car, buying a house, owning some kind of property, savings, stocks, insurance, retirement, It's really sad our future generations aren't prepared, aren't shown a lot of life goals at a young age, what money truly means. Even for Luna, I don't want her to depend on the system, stuck by her assets instead of moving forward. 
Do you want a job or a career? How about college? Can you do it all? Work towards your dreams? And I do agree that not everyone is made for college. There really is a lot of people who mentally struggle sitting in a classroom and prefer to be hands-on. You got to appreciate the labor jobs and the grocery workers, the food servers, and even the school or nurse assistants. What some people call the little people, but really the big reason our economy strives. They're definitely hard workers. That's why I would tell Luna, do you want to work for a respectable job? Do you want to take it to the limit and build your career? Or do you just want to sit here and make sure that you don't make under a certain amount? Then you will lose all your benefits. Be compared as a number or become a, a statistic. And let me tell you something. It was my first week taking Luna to her first school program. And instead of sitting in front of the school, I actually drove to a store to pick up a few things. Shocker. <laughs> I know. I couldn't help it. I was that mom for a while, and um, I still am. <laughs> As I was turning down the aisle, I watched this young girl standing in front of a, some picture frames. And there was an old lady off to the side just waiting, acting like she's looking at something. This girl looked so overwhelmed, just holding the frame in her hand, trying to figure out where to put it. Her blue store shirt, still brand new. And then I realized the older lady was her mom and trying to explain where the frame goes. And I watched them so amazed, trying not to stare, but hopeful. The mom put it in the correct spot, but then handed it back to her to make her learn to do it herself. They did it like three times, and at the end, the girl was clapping. I was really proud, too. And as I walked off to continue shopping, I realized there was a group of teenagers and young adults huddled together at the back of the store. I know they were special needs. I was so proud to see something like that. I really was. That this store gave them an opportunity. They stood around waiting for some guidance, taking turns to teach each other. A few clapped, proud, you know, just imagine, so carefree. The simple things like a pat on the back and thank you, awesome job, you did wonderful. And I know you don't really hear a lot of that, especially in a workplace, sadly, but I really give those parents credit. They stood around letting them figure things out for themselves, taking and pushing their children out of their comfort zone. And I think this was truly a wake-up call that I just couldn't keep Luna in a bubble. And I realized I was starting to do that because that was part of my fears. But it really opened my eyes to possibilities. And I really do thank them for showing me another outlook in life. And especially at that time, I was really struggling with Luna's autism diagnosis. That's why I keep saying, I'm never going to stop pushing Luna to want more. I'm never going to sit here and say, okay, well, you know what? It's okay. Oh, you're scared? You can't handle that? I'm just going to pull you from the world, the public, and keep you in the house. And never experience the fun things like amusement parks or parties with family and friends. 
simple things like the park and playground and learning to ride her new Ziggler scooter. I gotta tell you, I totally recommend that bike, especially for children that have a hard time with coordination. Or maybe a restaurant. Yes, some people aren't going to be understanding, probably uncomfortable. Yes, people will stare. That's life. Don't base it on them. Hold your own. Keep pushing forward. Head up. If you keep making excuses and quick decisions, you will lose out on some precious memories. And if I hold Luna back, who does that benefit? And you know, when I was 16, I used to volunteer at a special needs school. It was right by my mom's house. It was such a wonderful program. They would take the older kids to the store to teach them how to shop for food and their basic needs. Give them shopping lists how to pay for the items, how much change they will receive back. They even had a little shop area in the back. It was a, a car wash. And the community would bring the cars to support the program. Even teach them to cook and dishwashing, how to ride buses. It definitely teaches them life lessons and job skills. Plus, it shows them independence and it builds confidence. And we could all use some life lessons. I I mean, I know I can. I wish I remembered all of them. (laughs) It's definitely to learn from my past, but I'm not here for that talk. I want Luna to create her own. I heard a saying, and it was in regards to dealing with the spiritual awakening, aka the biggest life lesson of your life. And it says, all that has been lost will be returned in a different form. Powerful, right? Because you truly hit rock bottom before you can start rising back to the top. And even through this pandemic, so much loss. But it truly brings reflection. And it grants us compassion, hope, blessings, possibilities. And if I didn't struggle and accept loss... Just get out of my comfort zone. I wouldn't be here talking to you. Something I never thought I would be brave enough or even capable of doing. No excuses and quick decisions. Most of our life's motto. Let me ask you, what's your biggest life lesson? And please, share it with someone, anyone. Teach and preach. We can't control the outcome, but we are open to acceptance. Change that most of us struggle with. Going with the times. Technology, social media, how to boil water, change a tire, balance your checkbook. (laughs) A little old school, we got online banking. But see, we could all use some life lessons. I'm still learning mine, and I'm sure one day... Luna will be teaching me new technology, the trends, holding my hand to help me cross the street, taking me to amusement parks in my little scooter. I want to make sure it's bright red when I fly by honking my horn (laughs) and cutting up little pieces of food so I don't choke. Just take a moment to share. So remember, stay positive. I will too. (laughs) 